Hi, and welcome to this episode of Our Guest Is, presented by My East Coast Experience Media in partnership with RBC. Our Guest Is introduces us to a resilient group of people commonly known as immigrants, referred to as immigrants, but probably better described as entrepreneurs, community builders, and survivors. And in each episode, we're going to hear about their journey to the East Coast of Canada in their own words. Today, our guest is Joyce Liu, who was an honoree at the 2022 Most Inspiring Immigrants in Atlantic Canada, a My East Coast Experience Media Initiative presented by RBC. Hi, Joyce. Hi, Natalie. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So um, I, le I learned a little bit about you uh, doing some research. So you um, moved to Halifax to go to Dalhousie. And kind of from there, tell us what your experience was like when you moved here. Yeah, so I came to Halifax 10 years ago in 2012. Uh, I came here because I, um, I'm attending a university here, so Dalhousie has a really great community design program. So that's how I ended up in Halifax. And then also, I love the ocean. Uh, I like really want to kind of live in the ocean city. That's kind of one of my dreams growing up. So yeah. So you were growing up in a landlocked city in yes. China. Yes. And was Halifax the first time you saw open ocean? No, no, okay. no, it just, I, I live in like an inland city, mm -hmm. but I just always love water. Yeah. Uh, I, I, every time I go to um, ocean city, I feel the energy mm -hmm. of the waves and I love the sound of the waves. It just, I feel it's so embracing. Yes. So when I get the chance to move out my um, like original town, mm -hmm. I was like, mm, I'm going to pick uh, Ocean City this time. Yeah. So how did you kind of come across Dalhousie University? So I went to an uh, international high school, which is funded by my hometown's uh, provincial government and the education department in like provincial government in Nova Scotia. So it's literally a Nova Scotian high school, but located in Xinyang, China. Okay, yes. <laughs> that's new. Right. Yeah, so we learned all Nova Scotian textbooks. So yeah, was same with the um, kids here. We take the Nova Scotia provincial exams. Okay. Yeah, and then our uh, high school GPA just got transferred directly. So if we come to Dalhousie, let's say my uh, literature score, is above like I couldn't remember right now like a B plus or <laughs> okay. something. I don't need to take a IELTS test, um, so that, so we can all the schools in uh, Nova Scotia yeah. can waive the English exam for us, like the IELTS exam. Yeah, so oh that's gosh. a deal. Yeah, I had no idea that that was. Uh, that that was common. Is, yeah, that, is yeah. that is that common in it's China? It's quite that, common in China. Is it just Nova Scotia, or do they kind of do you know all of North America or or other yeah, countries? Probably yeah, probably like uh, I don't know about how many cities in mm -hmm. North America does it, but lots of uh, cities in Canada does it. Probably like most of the major cities. Mm -hmm. And then we have like schools, even in my hometown, we have schools that's funded with different provincial government mm -hmm. in Canada. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. And then, then that must make it more appealing or, or more, or I guess, easier to yeah, come yeah. to Halifax. You're yeah. already really kind of familiar with Definitely. with uh, how things happen here and, and go, especially with ed the education that you have. Um, so Dal seemed obviously a good a good fit for you for what you wanted to do. So you're 
background or education background is city planning. Yes. But then you get into media, media and <laughs> film and photography, okay. and you no, provide yeah, yeah, and you provide a lot of the photography for my East Coast experience yes. for their magazine, mm -hmm. and then you created Lumi Studios in 2017. Yes. So, what kind of uh, projects do you work on at, at Lumi Studios? Yeah. So, Lumi Studios started as a, a full-service media and production firm, and it just—I've been a very visual person mm -hmm. since growing up. I couldn't remember how young I was when I had my first camera, but since I remember, I just a huge um, kind of like fan of all types of cameras and then I started from film cameras then got into digital I had my first uh, you know those tiny DV camera in yes. high school mm -hmm. and I had a trip to uh, uh, Yale University for the model United Nations so I filmed the documentary for my whole team for my whole trip for my team yeah in the model United Nations and I think that's my first documentary and when I uh, before I graduated, I was working with a nonprofit organization called Planifax. Mm -hmm. So two of my uh, classmates founded, and I joined kind of right after. So we create stories about urban planning, try to make urban planning cool and interesting. <laughs> interesting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we all believe like planning, we're not planning for, let's say the building, the street, mm -hmm. actually we're planning for the people, for the community. So we hope to use a more engaging form, more visual form that can be shared yeah. widely on this digital age to have people understand what's happening in the urban planning world. And that was in my fourth year. Mm -hmm. And after I graduated, uh, we started getting more and more contracts that are not that urban planning related. And my dad was just encouraging me, like, why don't you take an entrepreneurial path? And I also, that was a time I learned in our uh, province, we had a new immigration program called the International Student Entrepreneurship Program. Yeah, and then it was the um, uh, Nova Scotian Immigration Department, and then it was uh, Minister Lena Diab. Mm -hmm. uh, at the time, she like helped me a lot on kind of explaining what the program does, and it encouraged me to take part of it. So, kind of just down my entrepreneurial way since yeah. then. That's awesome. And then through Lumi Studios, you created your documentary, Why Halifax? Yes. Correct. And I got a chance to watch it. Uh, leading into this interview with you, and it really touched me, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have obviously, you know, as a, a born Canadian, mm -hmm. you know, you recognize that uh, there is some background of Métis in my family, and that, you know, there are immigrants, right? Mm -hmm. English, Irish, it's all immigrants. Right. Um, so even when you're not, you know, a Chinese immigrant, I think everyone can kind of connect to what story you were telling. Exactly. Yeah. So how did you kind of start doing that? Yeah. So when I started, that was the second year of Halifax Chinese Festival. So I'm one of the organizers behind. So through the Chinese Festival, we uh, were able to meet with lots of the elders in the community. Mm -hmm. And then I'm a part of the uh, uh, Nova Scotian Chinese Benevolent Association. And just while I, I've always been like, I love chatting with elders because I feel what I can learn from them is so precious, so mm -hmm. valuable, and then hearing their stories. Uh, while I was kind of the first time meeting them, uh, hearing all their old stories, I'm like, wait, like we call them like uncle, mm -hmm. like, like uncle, okay, 
let me pick up my camera. So I started just like, I always have camera in my bag and then grab this, started filming. And uh, the uh, association, the Benevolent Association, helped me to find more of the elders in the mm -hmm. community. So I, I interviewed about, I think, 10 people in total. Mm -hmm. As I interviewed them, it's, I literally don't know what I will be getting when I start asking questions. Uh, I don't know what this interview can lead up to. Mm -hmm. So literally, I just collected lots and lots and lots of story. And once I have the uh, each bits of the story, I kind of like trace a pattern from my urban planner's lens. Uh, so this is from immigrants, uh, told from an immigrant's mouth, mm -hmm. but it's actually about how Halifax has grown. Yeah. Yeah. So it reflects the growth of the city, it reflects how people shape the city, both physically and socially. Mm -hmm. So that's what I found really interesting. And then I hope uh, when people watching the film, just like you described, it's let, actually less about an immigrant's immigration story, but more about uh, Halifax history mm -hmm. and then more about how how did the city like formed by um, the contributions of our people here. Yeah, and, and what stood out to me was at the end of it, you said that you were telling your story, my, my sto story, right? your story as in their, or, story. their story, and then your, your story st as in you watching, and yeah. that, yeah, we can all kind of connect to that. Yeah you know, how it might feel lonely when you're in a new place and, and that we all are, you know, part of the city and, and helping it develop. And that's, I think that's really lovely. So yeah. um, I was talking to you before we started about yeah. how your, your documentary is 15 minutes long-ish mm -hmm. and that I wanted more. Yeah. And then you told me? Yeah. There's a second uh, episode that's coming yeah. uh, through this. I feel this film has been a great, great conversation opener. Mm -hmm. When people uh, hear it and everyone start linking me to more uh, Chinese descent in the community, mm -hmm. each of them are from uh, different parts of Nova Scotia. So in the second episode, we will be expanding out outside from our urban core, more of like uh, exploring different towns in Nova Scotia too uh, through these stories. Yeah. Excellent. And then uh, you were um, part of the Asian Food Festival, was yes. it? Okay. So, and that takes place on the waterfront in Halifax. Yeah. And how many times? How many times has this happened? Is this the second one, or? Yeah. So this year is the second year of Halifax Asian Food Festival. Yeah. We started October last year mm -hmm. because of pandemic. We we had to push it from May to October. Mm -hmm. And this year we brought it back in May, which is also Asian Heritage Month. Oh yes, excellent. And then obviously it was a success because yeah. I think you were telling me too that uh, the numbers were, were really great. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a groundbreaking number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so there's two programs in the Asian Food Festival. One is called Asian Food Week. Mm -hmm. The other is called the Asian Food and Cultural Carnival. Uh, we started a carnival in uh, Charlottetown in PEI and uh, that was May 14th. So we had a groundbreaking number for the location we were in in Charlottetown, which oh, wow. is the Confederation Court mm -hmm. Mall. It's mm -hmm. an indoor event. Okay. Uh, afterwards, from the 16th to 22nd, we had the Asian Food Week in both provinces. Uh, I think more than 40 restaurants joined in total. And in Nova Scotia, each of the restaurants have um, invented a new dish for us just for the Asian Food Week. And in PEI, uh, restaurants are all doing, let's say, a special combo mm -hmm. with a special 
a special prize. Mm -hmm. So we ended this whole month, the festival, with the Asian Food and Cultural Carnival in Halifax just the past Sunday. And uh, we just got the traffic count number from developed Nova Scotia. They mm -hmm. said uh, we never, ever had this many people down by Halifax Waterfront wow. in May, which is over 30,000 people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know. And it is an amazing festival to, yeah. to see the performances and, mm -hmm. you know, taste the flavors and, and all those things. that. Yeah. And like your doc documentary was touching on that we, as a community, you know, embracing culture yeah. And, yeah. and knowing that it's helping Atlantic Canada grow yeah. and become yeah. a, a, an amazing region to live in and, uh, you know, embracing new Canadians and, and exactly. immigrants. Yeah. yeah. So um, you've got an, another documentary coming up. So a sequel to Why Halifax? And then you've kind of expanded Why Halifax into maybe like Why Canada? Yeah. 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 So we are going to expand the content. Uh, so there's a couple different streams of the documentary I'm working on. So this stream is about uh, Chinese uh, Canadians with Chinese descent. Mm -hmm. There's another um, community leader that I met through an initiative called Canada Day Drumming. So he founded in Vancouver and started inviting uh, cities around the world to participate a simultaneous drumming on Canada Day. Mm -hmm. So this year we will be having 152 cities around the world drum all together oh uh, 3 p.m. on July the 1st. Oh wow. Yeah, so this, this year we got the support from uh, our uh, city, city of Halifax, of hosting us by Alderney Landing. And then the concept of this is to having drumming as a cultural symbol mm -hmm. this across the, the world culture of bringing uh, so many different diverse groups together uh, to show their, how is it, the, the uniqueness of their culture through uh, performances and drumming, yeah. So before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you a question of, if you could talk to your 10-year-old self, yeah. What would you say to your 10-year-old self about your journey, about your experience in Halifax, about what you're doing now? Yeah. Uh, I would say I feel like I haven't changed that much since, okay. <laughs> <laughs> since 10 years old because mm -hmm. I, I, I used to be a... Uh, like a radio host and then like a uh, what's it called like a TV program host. Yeah. So when I was like a younger as a kid. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I really so I'm I'm glad I have a really great parents that will allow me just play mm -hmm. and then to experience. I would say uh, really just keep on what you're doing. Uh, if you love drawing, you love uh, performance, you love like a hosting, uh, interviewing, just keep doing what you're doing and then really enjoy the moment. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joyce. Thank you, Natalie. And thank you for everyone for watching uh, this episode of Our Guest Is. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks with another very special guest. Uh, if you don't want to miss an episode, you can follow Our Guest Is on uh, online by subscribing. You can find it on myeastcoastexperience.com, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. And plus, you can also follow My East Coast Experience online on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Thank you again so much for joining us for this uh, episode of Our Guest Is, and we hope to see you next time.